engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. we hear when we pass any pro-life law in order to get the law over the finish line and passed they always put the exceptions in like for life of the mother rape and incest etc now with rape and incest you know people will say well come on janet of course you want to let a woman have an abortion who's been raped because that's a traumatic thing for her right but First of all, that's only 1% of all the abortions are because of that reason. But those babies count too, don't they? They're innocent. We shouldn't punish the child for the crime of the daddy, right? No. Well, joining me today is a person that has a, a, a such a remarkable story because she was raped and she was raped at 14. And we're going to hear what happened to her and how... Uh, abortion wasn't the answer for her. Joining me now is Christy Lagu, and uh, she's uh, she's a wonderful witness. And I had the good fortune of meeting Christy. I was out in Grand Junction, Colorado, at a huge Christian festival, and I was speaking there uh, with one of our colleagues, Frank Pavone. And I heard Christy's story, and I said, "Oh my goodness." more people have to hear this than just the people in Grand Junction. So Christy, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you. Okay. Like I explained, you know, the rape and incest clause is always thrown into all this law, all the laws. I mean, that was you. So how does that make you feel when you hear that those children are, are being aborted for being raped? I mean, does that, do you see that conflict there? I mean, as a person who experienced rape, I, I do see that conflict. Um, I work at a pregnancy center. I hear it all the time. Um, one of my biggest problems is I actually have a family member who uses that, um, that I, <laughs> a family member of hers was raped as a reason for her being pro-choice or um, pro-killing babies. So I see that a lot and it really grieves me for all of the women who are choosing this, um, just yeah. to know that they yeah. have to go through another trauma on top of the trauma that they've experienced yeah so take us back now to when you know you were 14 i was told uh when you were raped tell us about that whole situation and then finding out you were pregnant and and like what what was happening around you so tell us what happened oh my gosh okay so i was a good little christian girl i didn't get into any trouble at all um I stayed after school to do homework and speech and debate practice and things like that. So one of the days that I was staying late to do a, um, a theater practice, they canceled theater practice and it was just me and one guy. Um, this guy ended up luring me into our auditorium and um, taking advantage of me. And it, I, it, it's hard to explain, but it, it made me feel like it was my fault, honestly, when it happened. Um, a few weeks later, I ended up um, feeling really sick. And a friend of mine saw me missing school a couple of days in a row, and she took me over to the, the local city markets, our Kroger store, and um, got a pregnancy test for me. 
we took it and it was positive. Um, I was, <laughs> I had no idea what that meant, you know, because I was really, really young and I didn't know anybody else who was pregnant. I was a freshman in high school. Um, so it was, it was an interesting kind of just world shaking thing to happen right then. So now you find out you're pregnant and um, only one of your friends knows and you did this at-home pregnancy test. Who'd you tell first after that? Did you tell your parents? Did, what, what did you do? <laughs> this is kind of funny. It's interesting how God works, but uh, I, I went home in teenage angst, very upset, saunter into my bedroom and do nothing for the rest of the day because uh, this was in the afternoon. In the morning, I woke up and told my mom, I don't feel like going to school today. This is the third day in a row. And she sat down on my bed next to me and she just looked me in the eye and she said, Chrissy, I need you to tell me, are, are you pregnant? And like, I would never have given her any reason to think that in the past. <laughs> There's like nothing that said that I was sexually active or anything. So it was, it was kind of, it was amazing that she had that insight but she was the first one that I told. Wow. And, and so, I mean, it was, it, I think that's amazing too. She had that insight. Here you are a freshman in high school. And like you said, you were a good girl. You weren't sexually active. You were just a good Christian girl going off to school. And suddenly she said, are you pregnant? Yeah. I mean, so then was she accepting of the pregnancy or did she go down a different road? Like what happened at that point? I mean, you're only 14 and I could just see like, oh my goodness, everyone surrounding you, other family members, everyone putting in their two cents, right? About this whole problem, right? So tell us what happened next. Well, uh, so my mom is a nurse and kind of her very first thing that she ever goes to is um, comforting someone. And she went straight to that for me. So it was, okay, you're pregnant. Well, that's okay. I love you. God loves you. This is going to be okay. Um, and recently at that point, we had just met the, the pregnancy center director because she went to our church. So my mom had made friends with her and decided that she wanted to take me over and visit her at the pregnancy center. And, and, you know, she wanted to get some more information to me about pregnancy, because honestly, I had no idea. I don't even have younger brothers and sisters, so I didn't know what anything would entail. Right. Okay. And so you had the pregnancy center there, um, and obviously you went there. And so, so your mom then was willing to let you have the baby and help raise the baby, right? Because you're only 14, right? Yeah, she was... Um... Well, she, she was willing to let me have the baby. She and my father had these visions of me um, giving this baby away to a family um, as soon as baby was born. And they kind of wanted to push that on to me for quite a, quite a long time during my pregnancy. But she did give me the okay to make my own decision as long as I had the uh, information to back it up. And she, she told me that she could help me as much as she could but I would need to be getting community resource help, which I had to get a lot of help from the community resources in this area. So, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the pregnancy center helped you through the pregnancy. And at what point did you make that definite decision of, I cannot place my baby for adoption? No, the baby's gonna stay with me and my mom because that now it's her, her grandchild. 
and mm-hmm. we're going to just get through this together and I'm going to help raise this baby. Like at what point in that pregnancy did, did the, the switch flip for you? Gosh, I think since the beginning of my pregnancy, I had this idea that I'm not giving my baby up. I know that my parents wanted to, I had people telling me that they thought that I should have an abortion and that wasn't an organic kind of idea for me either. So I really just thought, I'm going to go ahead and go through with this. And maybe a few months later, I'm going to tell mom I can't do what she wants. So that's kind of what happened. Just, um, I think at my appointment where I found out that he's a boy was when I said, mom, this is my boy. This isn't anybody else's boy. I'm keeping this one. Wow. Now, because you were raped and this happened at school, (laughs) um, was there then something happening where your mom and dad wanted to tell the authorities, tell the school, I mean, how did all that pan out? So I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't want to press charges on anybody. I was scared that um, what had happened is my doctor, as um, a mandatory reporter, had to tell the police what happened. And she had all of the information as to where it happened, when it happened, who it was. Um, So everything was reported by somebody else. Um, It was a really difficult thing happened because after that, I began to be interrogated by police as if I had done something myself to make this happen to me. Um, They wanted to say that I was wearing something probably that made this happen to me and that because I chose wearing something that this guy really liked that I made him want to rape me. Um, And then, you know, there were a lot lot of things that happened um, that were, it was more trauma. It was just heaping trauma up on top of trauma for a teenager to deal with. Um, It was actually my 15th birthday that I ended up having to have a, an interview with a police officer who later ended up being arrested himself as a seconder. So that was an interesting interview with me because I could see him getting excited about the details of what happened to me. And it, it was one more trauma. Just another trauma. So you had the baby and he obviously came home with you. Um, tell us, what did you name the child and, you know, how did, how did things work out? <laughs> well, I named him Kellen. Kellen means warrior. Um, it's fresh name as far as I remember. And I, I went looking with my best friend through the Bible for Bible names. And so his middle name ended up being Micah, which is an awesome prophet he absolutely loves his name he was a wonderful healthy beautiful almost pound baby um with just like white hair and beautiful blue eyes and he just was an angel it was wonderful when i had him right so now you were 14 so what happened with your schooling because you know that's a fear that's always put into young girls in high school if they get pregnant well, you know, you never graduate high school now and you'll never go to college and, and all these, like all this, you know, the heaps on top of you. What happened in your case? So I, I had an interesting schooling um, journey. I, I could not go back to my high school because they refused to arrest the guy that hurt me um, for a few weeks. So I dropped out of high school for just a little bit. Um, then I had my baby and I went back to homeschool and then back into another high school 
that was different from the one that I uh, had been raped at. And then the next year, I went back to my original high school for two years and graduated on time uh, with great grades. And, you know, I, I had no problems with that at all. Wow. That, that's a beautiful story. And of course, you went on and got married eventually, right? I mean, yeah. this has a really nice fairy tale ending here because, you know, you know what it is, Christy? So many people paint the idea that a teenage pregnancy is like the end of the world. And in your case, you finished high school, you got good grades, and then you ended up getting married to a wonderful guy. And I'm sure that he adopted your son. And tell us all, put, let, I want to hear the fairy tale wedding story here. Come on, let's go. <laughs> the happy ending. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I went on, I, I went into college. I'm currently working on a master's um, degree. So I have to just finish up credits for that, uh, for counseling. So I, I call him the love of my life. Uh, two years ago, uh, July 4th will be the wedding anniversary two years ago. Um, I had a previous marriage. So I have a, a teenager from my pre-marriage that he has also adopted. So now we have two beautiful boys that are amazing people and an incredible husband who just lights up every room that he ever goes into and he's amazing uh we just bought a house in october of last year as well so we we the financial issues you might think somebody who had this happen to them you know we're we own a business we've got just so much free time and we travel all time we're always somewhere that's great. <laughs> somewhere new. That's great. Beautiful, beautiful story. So, um, obviously, the pregnancy center was key, and, and on a future program, I'll have them on, and we'll talk about how great the pregnancy centers are. But you really go against all the political rhetoric that's out there about girls who are raped. You know, I mean, your your whole story. <clears throat> your parents still, you know, let you keep the baby. Um, <clears throat> they supported you obviously at home throughout your pregnancy, you had the support of the pregnancy center, social services. And that's why we say to people, there's plenty of people around to step up and help these young girls. And it's so sad that as a society, we want to push another trauma on them like abortion. So, I mean, mm -hmm. your story is just so inspiring. And uh, one final question, does your son know that story of, of the fact that, you know, because he must ask about his his real dad or you know does he know the whole story or part of it he early on in schooling he was asked about who his dad was and my mom told him at eight years old what had happened so that I think was probably the wrong choice to make at that time but he did know um, he grew up kind of angry about it for a little while as of about two or three years ago he became part of the pro-life movement himself so he speaks about how he shouldn't have been a choice. Um, something amazing that he has done actually is he was a witness recently in a trial of somebody who murdered another person. And this person was um, convicted of his crime because my son was available to see what happened. Um, so I like to say that only did his life get saved, but multiple probably. Other lives were saved. So maybe one yeah. day too, you talk to him. Maybe he could be on a program with you. That would be t terrific to hear from him. Oh yeah, he uh, he usually does. 
<laughs> okay, that's great. Well, like I said, very often uh, people don't get to hear these kind of testimonies. And and Christy, I really want to thank you um, for having the courage to keep speaking out. It's wonderful that you do the counseling there at the pregnancy center <clears throat> because you can say me too to these girls and, and mm -hmm. say, listen, I was 14, you know, and I was raped and I had the baby and I don't regret it, you know, like, you know, it's like I deal with the women who regret their abortions, obviously. And I always say, you never hear a bunch of women who regret taking the, the choice for life, even women who are raped. And when I say that to people, they go, what? I said, I'm telling you, even women who are raped, if they're allowed to give a little support and not be pushed to the abortion clinic, they they will tell you that having the baby was healing for them. And even in your case, uh, you you went against all the odds of all the political rhetoric to say, that's right. God's way is the right way. So Christy, God bless you. Continue your great work at the Pregnancy Center in Grand Junction. And I'll have you back on a future program because I'm sure there's a lot more to talk about. So thank you and God bless. Thank you. Well, brothers and sisters, I want you to know that Christy's story is not the only one out there. There are other stories like this. When these girls are pregnant from rape, too often they're pushed through the abortion clinic, but Christy had the right support system and she was able to not only give birth to her baby, but raise her baby too. Uh, and if you want to read stories of regret over being raped and then being taken out for that abortion, go to abortiontestimony.com. That's abortiontestimony.com. Click off rape and incest and you could read the sad stories of these girls who were raped had an abortion and only wished they had the help and the resources and they weren't pushed down that road to the abortion clinic. So we can spread the word that life is always a good and also that having that baby is a healing thing, even for women who are raped. Well, thank you for joining me. And brothers and sisters, just remember, there are some abortions only you will be able to stop and some lives only you will be able to save. Join us again next time. Thanks and God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.